Hey creator, I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer. And before we get started on today's podcast on how to skyrocket marketing and sales of your small business in 2020 with Suzanne Evans of Driven Incorporated, I wanted to let you know about my website, iancorzine.com. There you can set up a online consult with myself or one of my, your social media lawyer uh, team members. And for an in-depth discussion of you know, copyright, trademark, business questions for all your social media accounts. You can also download my legal templates at iancorzine.com. You can use these for your YouTube, your Instagram, Facebook accounts, or any other business inquiries you have online. Uh, and be sure to stick, stick around for uh, the end of the podcast when I'm going to give you a 20% off discount code. All that is at iancorzine.com. All right, let's get to the show. It's your social media lawyer, Ian Corzine. Welcome to the Social Media Law Podcast. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer. I'm on a crusade to help creators understand the law and protect and protect protect and protect their artistic freedom online. Sometimes that involves marketing. Today I'm going to be joined by Suzanne Evans of Driven Incorporated. And we're going to talk about how to skyrocket marketing and sales of your small business in 2020. By the way, if you want to reach me anytime during the podcast, you can email me at podcast at iancorzine.com, podcast at iancorzine.com, or you can always hit me up on Twitter at iancorzine. Today, I am very excited to be joined by Suzanne Evans of Driven Incorporated. Welcome to the show, Suzanne. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate your time. I know you're super busy, especially now. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit about some strategies that small businesses uh, can use to be able to really skyrocket uh, their marketing and sales. I have an audience of online creators that have businesses that need help in these difficult times, and it's so great to have you on the show to give them some tips. Sound good? Sound great. I'm glad to be here. I'm awesome. going to tip away. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much. You know, I always start the the podcast with your favorite story of helping someone, maybe in your business life or in your personal life. Do you have a story like that? Um, you know, I hope that we help people every single day. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that gives me the most gratitude in my business is to see someone with an idea, a little mustard seed. Um, you know, a, a little, a little spark of creativity and they turn that into a six or seven figure business. And that's great that they accomplish that. But what's really cool about it is when you see that it changes their family and their community and everyone around them. So I love that I get to do what I love for a living, but it certainly has an impact, not just on the people that are clients of mine, mm -hmm. but those uh, clients, clients and their community and everyone around them. So I, you know, we've helped a lot of people and um, I'm sure there's some specific stories, but really it's, it's the joy we get to, you know, to have every day doing it. And along with that, I always had a dream of getting to employ people. Um, I'm not the perfect boss, far from it, but I, um, far from it. I'm sure I could get you some reviews or some emails on that, yeah. but um, you know, I, I, I do the best I can and we show up every day and everybody gets paid. And I've always dreamed of being able to give people an opportunity to have a job, making a good living, doing something that they also hopefully enjoy that, that leaves them better than they came. Yes. Well, now, what is the, the primary mission 
of Driven Incorporated? Yeah, we help small business owners, typically under 10 employees in the service-based professions, experts, Mm -hmm. authors, coaches, consultants, um, service-based as well, to make more money in record time. It's pretty simple. That's awesome. I noticed that you have an awesome event called Driven the Event, and I saw your on your website uh, some some video footage of it. It looks amazing. You're going to have to convert that to an online event this year, you think, or? Yeah, we're doing Driven the Event Home Edition, mm-hmm. um, and yes, it will be June seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. And awesome. we've been doing this event for eleven years. We've been doing this event for eleven years, and um, and doing this event for eleven years has enabled us to put thousands of people into the event over the years. And um, I became a mom, so we scaled that back a little bit. And in doing that, um, now we're going to ramp it up again because we're doing the home edition. Awesome. What can people expect when they attend the Driven the Event Home Edition? Yeah, so a couple of things. Um, One is to know exactly how to make six or seven figures in your business in three days, to do a six or seven figure blueprint. And that is the messaging, the marketing, the target market, the avatar, what to do online, what to do offline, what to use in social, what not to use in social, what level is your business in. And when you identify that, what should you be doing and what shouldn't you be doing? Team building, leveraging, scaling. So everything you need to grow a six or seven figure business, we are landing in in three days. Wow. I love that. And where can people find out about the event if they want to go to the event online? Yeah, they can go to driventheevent.com, driventheevent.com. And we are, um, uh, we, you also can do general admission or VIP. It's really super affordable, uh, 197 for general admission and 247 for VIP. And I'm telling you, here's the deal. If you're not happy, you just reach out to me personally afterwards and I'll refund you because I know it's going to be the best damn three days you have ever spent. <laughs> um, you can, you know, you can wear shoes, you cannot wear shoes, but it's an interactive experience in which wow. we are creating partnerships and joint venture partners and you're going to get clients. You can really get clients. We're going to create the ability interactively for you to connect with people. So this is not a training. It's not a webinar. It's not a Zoom. It is an interactive experience. We're building out a studio. Um, I don't want to give all the surprises away. Also, if you register, you're going to get a box landing on your doorstep. We call it a box of business loot and it is going to be filled with over $500 in value of business resources and and strategies and fun things and swag and and content binders so it's a really big deal and we are um, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to put it on and we are spending you know hundreds of hours with my team to do it but I promise you're gonna walk away richer than you came Wow. That sounds really exciting, especially for the small price of 197 That's amazing. So I'm definitely going to do that. Um, you know, Suzanne, I want to talk to you a little bit before we get into some of the other tips you have and also some of your experience. You know, how did you come to become this coach for small businesses? Yeah. So I was working in the Broadway theater industry for yeah. about 10 years and it was an interesting life. It was a, a happy life. I was putting Reba McIntyre into any, get your gun and usher Whoa. into Chicago. I open, open five Broadway shows, but I wasn't making much money. I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt and I was experiencing what so many people experience, which is that, is there something more? I want more freedom. Am I going to be in a job forever? And when I started to figure out who I was going to be when I grow up. Um, (laughs) I ended up landing on coaching and this was actually a side hustle for me. Okay. I built a six figure business 
on the side while I worked a 40, uh, sorry, a 60 hour a week day job. I then went on to stay in that job and then build it to a $250,000 a year business while being in a 60 hour a week day job. So I just continued to um, stay in that job and then realized I should leave the job. Uh, And I finally did when I grew it to a multiple six, uh, seven figure business, excuse me. We are now Driven Inc. working with uh, marketing and business growth for small business owners, as well as I've landed on the uh, Inc. 500, 5,000, five straight years for fastest growth growing company in America, as wow. well as number five on the New York Times bestseller list. So it all worked out. Wow. So now you're in South Carolina now, right? Nope. I'm in North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. I'm so sorry. Uh, yep, but you, okay. but you, you originally were in uh, New York, right? So you were on Broadway and then you went to NYU. Is that correct? Yep. I'm originally from North Carolina. Oh, I okay. went to NYU and lived in New York City for 15 years. And I did make my way to South Carolina for a little bit of time, but we yeah. are back in North Carolina now. Awesome. And then I also noticed in your history that you formed uh, the Help More People Foundation. Do you have more to talk about that? Yeah, we had, um, it actually, the, now the name of it is the Give Movement. Um, oh, okay. Uh, no, that's okay. It's called, uh, called the Give Movement. Uh, journey. And uh, it is a not-for-profit where we have for about six years, the project has ended, but -hmm. for about six years, we supported a women's curio market in Zimbabwe, where when we went there, those women were making one to five dollars a week. Um, When we left that project, they were making five to ten dollars a day, supporting 17 family members. And so we taught them life skills and business skills and entrepreneurial skills and such a rewarding experience. And when it ended, it was bittersweet. It it was Mm -hmm. time for us to move on because they needed to now do this on their own. But uh, I miss every single one of them and all those many years that we spent with them and working with them and training them. Wow. Wow. It just shows that you're giving spirit. And it's just, it's very similar to what you're doing with Driven, the Driven the event is just giving a whole lot of help to people out there. So I really appreciate that. Um, one of the things I was going to talk to you about today was, you know, we're all going through a difficult time uh, economically and, and, and health-wise uh, throughout the globe, uh, not just in our, our own country. Uh, do you have any recommendations for what small businesses can do to boost their sales, their, their, um, their marketing uh, at this point in time and be successful? Yeah, one of the things I would say is don't fool yourself. And let let me explain to you what I mean. I was talking to a client this morning when I said this. Nothing has changed and everything has. Okay. And what I mean by that is what worked before this pandemic still works. Um, It's just a shift in delivery. Excuse me. I speak all over the world. Um, I used to fly places and do that on stages. I now speak all over the world and I'm doing it from my home. Um, you know, uh, so everything that worked before still works. You just have to add the right tone to it, have the right little shift. Um, and it may just be a slightly different delivery. So I'm finding that people are in trouble now. We're in trouble before. Mm-hmm. And the people that now are going, okay, different day, different problem, because we always have problems. There's a cash flow issue. There's a spouse issue. There's a family issue. There's a health issue. Mm -hmm. So this time it just happened to be a global issue with everyone having this experience at the same time. And so much of what has always worked continues to work. I mean, obviously you're an attorney for social media folks. Um, And obviously social media is blowing up right now. I mean, the statistics are crazy and off the charts. And so it worked before and it's really working now because people's lifestyles and focuses have changed. And so I would say, don't spend your time pivoting. If you pivot 180 degrees and then you do it one more time, you're actually in a circle and you've okay. spun in a circle. 
So yes, we have to adapt to the times. Yes, we have to have have the right tone of the times. Um, And I would also say we have to be flexible and we have to be facile. You have to be flexible on payment plans. You have to be flexible on, you know, if you were offering a year long something, maybe you offer a three month something now. Mm -hmm. So there's intelligent shifts and um, strategic um, flexibility but to be blowing up businesses and doing everything different and changing everything, yeah, the world has changed, but a lot of what works still does. Mm-hmm. And just because the world changed doesn't mean you need to blow up your world. It means you just need to be more intentional and strategic. Mm, I love that word intentional, especially when it comes to business. Now, you mentioned this word a couple of times, tone. Uh, how, how do you strike the appropriate balance to be out there selling, just because I know you're a direct person and I'm a direct person, selling yourself or selling your product, uh, and the same time not be offending people. I'd say, my gosh, this guy's busy selling his online course, uh, and and I'm starving here or whatever. How, how do you strike that appropriate tone? Yeah, well, there's three types of people you'll be selling to right now: the mm-hmm. drowning man, the dog paddling man, and the lap swimmer. You okay. can't sell to a drowning man. Okay. If somebody cannot keep their head above water. If they are just trying to save their life, you don't sell a yacht to somebody who needs a lifeboat. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they're just not in a place to buy. So you might give them free resources and support and information and encouragement until they get to a better place. Okay. A dog paddling man can see a, he can see the now he can't really be looking into the future. So you better not be selling him vitamins. He doesn't care about (laughs) his long-term health. He wants a painkiller. Right. I see. I see. So you sell something that has a rapid result and you can see near into the future. Mm-hmm. The lap swimmer, it may not be graceful. It may not be pretty, but they're doing okay. They're, they're, they're keeping things together. They're keeping um, swimming and they can see into the future. And so you can possibly offer them something that's a little um, longer result and a little more future pacing. So you have to know who you're talking to and you have to really identify what their challenges are and what their needs are and where they are and what their problems are before you start making offers. Because right now what you offer today can be irrelevant tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have to keep on pace with the problems and the challenges people are experiencing. And listen, I don't want to get into too many of your uh, secrets as the, that will be revealed at the Driven event, but how do you find the lap swimmers? I mean, right now, I mean, obviously, we certainly can offer support. We certainly can, can do our best to help uh, with some low-cost products for the dog paddling man. But where, where do we find the lap swimmers? I'm actually not looking for lap swimmers. Almost all money will be made on dog paddlers. Okay. Right. Um, uh, you, you know, you're, you're drowning, man. That's just someone who is right there in a very tough time and they are needing support from a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. But the dog paddlers are the people that if you can get them out of a dog paddling state and get them to float on their back, then they're ready to go and they're ready to go to the next level. You just have to offer them the right thing. You just have to make sure that it's an offer, which they can get a rapid result with. And, um, they, those laps, excuse me, those dog paddlers have always been out there long before, COVID, mm-hmm. right? But we weren't talking to them in that way. And we were selling what we wanted to sell as opposed to what people actually needed. Mm, I like that. Okay. That's very interesting. And then you're not selling to lap swimmers because they don't need our products or what? What's no, the, you are, oh. but you can sell, you can sell longer term products. You can sell okay. more future products. You know, a lot of times we all sell things where we go, you know, this is, this is going to get you, you know, an amazing year. Well, mm-hmm. somebody dog paddling doesn't want an amazing year. They want an amazing month, okay. right? They want to get out of the hole they're in. Okay. So it's just how you're positioning the offer and how you're supporting. I see. 
Now, for small businesses out there that have not used a lot of social media to get the word out uh, until now, they're starting to see, oh my gosh, you know, social media is blowing up like you talked about. Do you have any tips for them just accessing, entering the social media market, not saying, you know, overwhelming them with saying, okay, you got to be on LinkedIn and Facebook and Pinterest and just saying, how do you access social media to get some more visibility for your service? Choose the one platform that is most congruent with your target market. Don't try to be on every single platform if you're just starting out. Okay. So depending on your demographic, are they Instagram? Are they Facebook? Are they LinkedIn? Are they Twitter? Are they TikTok, right? What are they? Mm -hmm. And once you identify that demographic, if you're just starting out, put all of your energy and your money and your time into that one area until you grow that large enough that you'll move to another area. And it's not black magic and there's not a velvet rope. You just get on and you communicate. It's a conversation. It's connection. It's awareness. It's sharing. It's ideas. Don't overthink it. Just start talking. I see. Okay. All right. So you, your main advice would be to pick that social media platform. So maybe you're a, a business executive coach. Uh, you would probably be on LinkedIn. Is that a good example? Possibly. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. A lot of my business executive coaches are more Facebook because their people are a little more personal, but LinkedIn obviously is a little more corporate -y. So it's just, you know, interview 10 people and ask them where they spend most of their time on, you know, ideal clients and say, where do you spend most of your time? Find out which platform it is and go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Do you have any other thoughts about how a small business can succeed in sales and marketing wise going forward after this kind of economic disaster that we're in? Yeah, well, you create your own economy. Okay. So the disaster will be what you make of it. And you can, this is a foot race right now. Mm -hmm. And so you have to double down. You have to make, if you were making 10 calls a day, you need to make 20 calls a day. If you were, you know, being visible a couple of times a week on social or on a webinar or on some kind of platform, you need to be doing it a couple of times a day. And it's just going to be that way for a while. And you always do the hard before you do the easy. Mm -hmm. And so you need to do the hard work right now and you need to reach out to the people you're afraid to reach out to and you need to make the connections that you need to make. Relationships are everything right now. Check on people, talk to people, reach out to people, connect with people, book conversations that you're not sure where they're going to go mm -hmm. because every relationship you have is an ability to leverage that relationship at some point for the benefit of both of you. Okay. Okay. Awesome. It, it sounds like some of the advice that we got, I'm, I'm you know, older guy, 47 years old, uh, way back when about networking, you know, never turn down an opportunity to go out to lunch or to do a coffee with someone. Uh, you never know where that will go. It doesn't matter. Everything what, old is new again. I keep yeah. saying it over and over again. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. How, what, are, what are some of the predictions you have for business, small business, especially going forward in 2021? Are, are we permanently an online uh, uh, kind of culture where we're doing networking uh, and this and this you know awareness campaigns through you know Zoom and other types of platforms online. Well, I think there's two sides to that. We are we are human beings, and human beings, the number one function of the brain is connection. And so, I do think there is a physical and there's an in-person connection that is critical and that is vital. And so, I think that. Um, 
I absolutely think that we will want to be in person again. We will be in person again, but it's going to be awkward getting there. Mm -hmm. And I also, the flip side of that, so I think we'll get back to in person, but the flip side of that is I think we have exposed the virtual world in such a way and made something that was uncomfortable to a lot of people comfortable that the virtual world will remain to be bigger than it has ever been before. Mm, So I think what this means is, is that you have to have a foot in both you know, in the boat and in the water. And you've got to be able to navigate the in-person side and the connection side and the high touch side, along with navigating the um, the virtual side, because the virtual side is not going to go away. And I don't think it's going to slow down that much. Mm-hmm. I just think it will be in tandem with things coming back to in-person because people like people, people like to be seen. They like to be heard. They like to be connected. They like to hug and high five. And <laughs> we're going to have to manage all of that with hand sanitizer and, um, you know, and, and good hygiene. But um, the virtual world is not going, hopefully, for many of you listening, what it's done is it forced you into a level of comfort with it and a level of creativity with it and a level of innovation with it, which is going to serve every single small business owner, no matter what the future looks like. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm hearing you say that really this kind of you know, crisis that we're going through has pushed boundaries, online boundaries, uh, that may not always come back and recede. Uh, so we have to be comfortable with it as small businesses and get used to it and use it. And then hopefully over time, we'll do more in-person stuff and we can be comfortable with both online and in-person, you know, connection, uh, with our Absolutely. Customers. Awesome. Well, Suzanne, thank you so much, uh, for coming on with us today. I really, really appreciate you taking time out. How can people reach you if they want to go to the driven event or if they just want to uh, consult with you? Yeah. If you want to, just complain about me or consult with me or whatever. <laughs> you can always go to Driven Inc. It's I-N-C like incorporated, not I-N-K. We don't do tattoos. Okay. <laughs> uh, so driveninc.com is our main site. And of course, join us for three days of growing your business to six or seven figures. Step-by-step blueprint at driventheevent.com, driventheevent.com. And you can always just reach out to us at help at driveninc.com, help at driveninc.com. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, for your time today. I hope all of you out there got some value out of today's talk. As a reminder, go to iancorzine.com to get all answers that you have to social media law questions. And please remember to subscribe to the Social Media Law Podcast. Go on to iTunes and rate the podcast if you would. It'll help us skyrocket up the charts. All right, that's enough for today. I'm Ian Corzine, your social media lawyer, and I'll see you next week.